This is the story that chiropractors tell themselves all the time. Listen, we know the truth. If great adjustments just created great retention, we'd all have more patients than we could possibly see. If great results from chiropractic care just created naturally more retention, we'd all have more new patients than we could possibly see. Again. Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Francis. What's up, Remarkables? Welcome to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Stephen Franzen. And I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. And we are coming in hot today as we are recording our third episode in a five-episode series on the clinicoscopy process. So just to catch you up, if this is the first time you hear, you definitely want to double back and listen to the previous two episodes because it's pure gold. <laughs> this is practice building, business building gold. So you definitely want to have a pen and paper handy. The context of this conversation is we were approached by a team of digital marketing experts and their initiative was driving the right chiropractor to the number one position when it comes to search, right? So when you go to Google and you search chiropractor in any given town, who comes up number one? And they asked us, you know, how do we identify who should be number one? Because, you know, think about it. They get 43% of the leads that come in on average, right? So on Google, number one gets 43%. Of, I'm like, whoa, whoa, time out. Wait a minute. When I heard that, just open my eyes. I'm like, this is an incredibly important initiative. We got to make sure that the right chiropractor is the one that's coming up and getting 43% of the exposure, right? So when we sat down and said, you know what, we've got our process called the clinicoscopy process, which is what we use in the remarkable practice to audit a practice and to identify where are you now and where's the opportunity for growth, right? So we audit across the domains of the, what we call the four-legged stool. So, you know, you remember the story of the art, science, and philosophy of chiropractic, the three-legged stool of success, as BJ used to call it, right? Well, that's a great story, but it's an incomplete story. The art, science, and philosophy, of course, critical to be a great chiropractor, but to be a chiropractor who owns a business, you need the business acumen, which is the fourth stool. And the fourth stool, really, we can deconstruct that fourth leg of the stool if business acumen into attraction, marketing, conversion, sales, retention, value delivery, and relationship development, team building, and then of course, the money, the financial snapshot. So Dr. B, I'm excited to dig in today. We're into the retention domain of the clinicoscopy exercise. And really, I want to make sure that docs don't miss the value of this. This is an exercise that you should do yourself, of course, but man, it's going to be 10 times more powerful if you bring this to your team, okay? Because your team is going to have a different perspective than you are, and they're going to help you see around corners on this, right? So you may have a blind spot as the CEO. You're not down in the trenches necessarily, and you're not definitely not in their position. So this is something you want to distribute across your team, have them take this. I would have them listen to this episode, frankly, have them go through this exercise and do it together, but alone, if you know what I mean, right? So like 2020, we're alone together. <laughs> Hashtag alone together. I loved that one, right? So print out the PDF. It's in the show notes. There's a link for you to be able to, to print out the retention elements, uh, clinicoscopy assessment, pass it out to your team, have a team meeting, and just do this thing as a team 
pile those back into the middle and take a look, compare and contrast the results you're getting across your team members. Man, it can be an eye-opener, Dr. Pete, when you see the disparity between you know what your checkout CA said and what your new patient concierge said, your exam DC said, your office manager said, and what you said. Yeah, it, it is. And, and you know what I love about this exercise is that in the remarkable practice, this is actually something that we do annually. So if you attend any of our, our immersions, we actually do this as part of the immersion event. It's part of that to do that. So what's wild is to see in a business, if you, let's say you came three years in a row to the retention immersion and every retention immersion, you did an assessment of the your business based on these 25 criteria you would actually be able to compare and contrast three years of data. We talk about the value of having, you know, hindsight, the value of being able to aggregate years of data and metrics to be able to predict where we want to go in the future. And this is one of those things where this is something that we actually recommend is being done at a minimum annually for your business with your team. So this isn't just like even a one time and then you're done. What we're actually teaching you to do here and what we're recommending is actually a best practice to how to run a remarkable practice. So this is significant. And Dr. Steven, you said this, I think maybe on a previous episode, but if if you're doing this and this is an area where you need help or you're recognizing that this is an area where there's some blind spots, there's some challenges, some bottlenecks, you know, some frustration and you need help, just feel free to reach out. We'll also have a link to to our calendars, Dr. Steven, you and I, our calendars below, you know, for this podcast. We're happy to, you know, to jump on a call with you to discuss any of these issues and challenges that you may be having with your business. So please, if that's something of value to you, to please do that. So again, we're going to go through these 25. We're going to go through it pretty rapidly. The reason why is because we could spend 20 minutes on each criteria really unpacking it. So we're not going to do that. We'll highlight a few but we're going to move through it. So there is a legend to score yourself. If this is the first one you've listened to, the legend starts with zero and it goes up to four. And each number carries a an attribute. So the zero equals strongly disagree. One is disagree. Zero is neutral. Three is agree. And four is strongly agree. So again, zero to four is the scoring uh, numbers that you're going to use. So as we go through these 25, and again, you can download this and look at it and actually should do that. And that's how you should go through it. And each one of them should have a little score box next to it. And you put down what your score is. So I'm going to start here with the first one, which is our, and again, we're talking about retention, but it says our conversion process pre-frames, promotes, and leads to retention. So if you listen to the last episode and you listen to what the number 25 question was, it was that conversion is leading to retention. Well, the first question retention is, does conversion set up retention. So you actually are always cross-referencing. There's Each domain doesn't stand on alone. There's no siloing going on between attraction, conversion, and retention. They all are interlaced and interconnected. And because of that, it's an integrated approach to this. So again, we start with does conversion process pre-frame promote lead to retention? So let's do a, a really thorough job of looking back and saying, has it done that? Does it do that? Number two, more than 70% of active patients follow the DC's recommendations. So this is actually a number you can quantify. The first one is a little more arbitrary. We talk about does your process promote and lead in preframe? I could measure, Dr. Steven, you and I could come in and listen and watch what you guys do and probably give you an idea of a percentage. But this one is actually a real number. Does 70% or more than 70% of your active patients, okay, are they following the DC recommendation? This is big. Okay, so this is taking into account the word recommendation, which means you actually gave them recommendation. And so that's a big thing. And then number two is that they're actually following it. And number three, that they're active patient. So we have to define what is an active patient? 
are recommendations being given and then are they following it? Which means, are we actually tracking if people are to be able to give me the data of 70% or more? So Dr. Steven, that one's jam-packed with lots of, of great things. So that's the second. And the third one here is all new patients start with clear expectations and agreements. Again, this is policies and this is the day three, Dr. Steven. This is such a big part of starting the retention process. It begins at conversion. Yeah, we're making the assumption here that we're all interested in successful, productive, long-term relationships, right? So we're having a retention conversation. Well, we know that retention begins at conversion. And in that conversion process, day one, day two, day three, what we're doing is we are creating what we call true conversion in the remarkable practice, which means we're going to start them so they stay, right? So we want to make sure that we start the relationship off with clear expectations, pause, clear expectations, and honest agreements. Like, so you got to lay it out for people they, so that they know what they're getting into, so to speak, right? So it's a great way to start a relationship. And don't think you're going to be scaring people away. People really respect the fact that you're being very clear and direct and honest, right? From the very beginning of a relationship. Don't do a bait and switch. Don't think that they're going to figure it out as they go. Don't think that, oh yeah, I'm going to win them over with my sparkling personality, my, my extraordinary results and my awesome toggle technique, right? So this is the story that chiropractors tell themselves all the time. Listen, we know the truth. If great adjustments just created great retention, we'd all have more patients than we could possibly see. If great results from chiropractic care just created naturally more retention, we'd all have more new patients than we could possibly see. Amen. Ultimately, we have to change the way people think before we change how they'll behave. This is very much about changing their understanding about what's possible in their health, what role they play in their health, and what role you'll play as their chiropractor in their road back to health and maintaining their health, right? So starting with expectations and forming agreements around them. Do you pre-frame the stages of care? Do you make sure that they understand the long-term benefits of care, right? So do you talk about initial intensive care and the benefits of that? Do you talk about corrective care and the benefits of that? Do you talk about long-term care and the benefits of that? You're not asking them to commit to it. You're just laying out an arc. You're laying out an arc of a relationship, right? So you're laying out a narrative so that they'll see first stage of care is about getting better. Second stage of care is about getting stronger. Third stage of care is about getting healthier, right? Do they hear that from you from the beginning? Now, guys, you're grading yourself on this. Franson, when you say that, I'm with you 100%. I'm giving myself and my team a four. In our practice, we absolutely do that. That's a four. Or if you're like, actually, we do nothing like that. Right? That sounds nothing like our practice. I'm going to give us a zero or maybe a one. So are you pre-framing it and setting it out from the beginning? Now, when you set policies in place and expectations and agreements, do you put the workshop into the expectations and agreements, right? So I'll tell you what, we have a script around this at conversion that makes sure that everybody gets to the new patient orientation. We highly leverage the new patient orientation because frankly, in order for your patients to really understand and appreciate and want regular chiropractic care across their lifetime, they're going to need to appreciate that chiropractic is a lifetime success strategy for healthy human beings. It's not limited to a short-term a modality that's highly effective at helping people that are in crisis already. This is not an or conversation, guys. It's an and conversation. You have to create the space and time for them to have their breakthrough. They have to have their epiphany. Okay. You can't put all the weight on day one, day two to convert a person's paradigm. Don't put all the weight on your table talk. It's going to feel hard and awkward and uphill the whole time. You'll fatigue and you'll finally stop doing it. Right. And then, then it's never going to happen. 
create that environment by having the new patient orientation, highly leverage that thing, make that paradigm shift during that workshop, make sure that you introduce a three-legged stool so they understand their role in the health and healing, and then of course, recruit them to the mission. Okay, let's take a quick break and talk about Cairo Matchmakers. Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. Cairo Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, go to chiromatchmakers.com. And now let's jump right back into our conversation. Yeah, this is so powerful. It's so funny. Like even as you're going through, I just want to stay right here and just dig into that for a while. But, But we can't, we have to discipline ourselves. But if you're interested in this, get to our next retention immersion that'll be coming up here in, in the fall of 2021. If you're listening to this episode now, and it's more of the beginning of 2021. All right. So number eight, we typically see multiple family members under care. Again, we understand that not all practices and everyone who's listening to this podcast runs a family style subluxation based practice. But I believe that most chiropractors who who we speak with and who are, you know, listening to this podcast, understand and see the value of that. And many of you run your practices like that. And so do you typically see multiple family members under care? It's understood that if one person gets chiropractic care and they become an understander, that it's only logical that they would want to have their spouse, significant other children, if they're involved to get checked for subluxation, want to have their spine nervous systems checked and evaluated. So that would happen. And then obviously if we discovered it and we detected it, then they would be able to begin under care. So again, it's, there's a lot of layers to that, but that would be a a really good sign of retention because what we know is, is that once other family members are being encouraged to come in, it's, there's a stickiness to that. There's a conversion process where, you know, now the whole family, this is part of what we are doing, not just what I'm doing. And I'm feeling like it's me versus the family, but no, no, we're all doing this together. There's a ton of stickiness there. Plus it's congruent with your core values and your vision and your mission, right? So number nine is we commonly receive new patient referrals from our patients. Again, obviously this always starts with, do you simply ask your new patients referrals? Do you tell them that you love referrals? But again, are you receiving them? Again, if you're getting referrals, it's a good sign that people are satisfied customers. They're doing well, they're happy, and they want to refer. They're eager and enthusiastic even to refer people. And again, it's a great indication that that's going to lead to a retention of that relationship. Number 10, we continually educate our patients during care. Again, we talk a lot about the value of table talk. We talk about that your adjustatorium is an education center. Your chiropractic practice is an edu- continuing education center. That your adjustatorium is there not for conversation, but for education. That again, they can't afford the adjustment. They pay you for your for accountability. And accountability would be being having the right conversations at the right time. That's the value of table talk and the continuing chiropractic education, principled education that's happening ongoing. And again, that is a criteria for retention. Number 11 is our patients recognize their role in their care and results, meaning they know that it's not just the chiropractor adjusting me is the key. If that happens and I'm good to go, they actually recognize that they're taking responsibility for their health. They hold the keys to their health. They're uh, the main player and we are hired on as an expert on their team to help them, but it's ultimately in their hands, whether they get well, stay well and get results. That's the value of equipping them with a very cool and very simple structure 
such as the three-legged stool, which identifies that, number one, you must have your adjustments in rhythm as the doctor recommended them for care. Number two, that you're breaking the bad habits because we know that there are the lifestyle factors that cause subluxation, right? We have to identify what those are and then begin to remove those out of our life so that you can hold your adjustment and get the best results and you stay healthy longer. And number three is you're actually doing the supportive exercises at home. Those are the three legs of the stool. We're not going to get into that here today, but this is really important that the patient understands their role. And this is a big part of retention. When the patient actually takes ownership over their results and over their health, we like to call them, we say the helium balloon kind of transformation where all of a sudden these people are, they're coming to you and they've taken ownership. And you can feel the difference on that spine when you adjust them. You can hear the difference in the tone of the conversations when somebody gets that and they understand that and they've taken ownership over their own healthcare and they are now including you as a part of their health plan and their journey. It's an amazing transformation when this happens for patients and it should be the norm in your practice. And for every retention practice, that's what happens. Yeah, when As soon as a patient recognizes that this is a partnership, and chiropractic is a done with you, not a done for you program. And you give them, you equip them with the tools like the three-legged stool, get your adjustments in rhythm, break your bad habits, add your exercises. It's my job, your job type of scenario, right? So they understand their role and they take back ownership and responsibilities around the results, you know, whether good or bad, they take responsibility for them and they take ownership and the responsibility lands exactly where it should be, which is with the patient. That's key when it comes to getting great results and driving better retention. And with that, you've got to be able to give feedback, right? So that's where number 12 and 13 is about doing regular progress exams and progress reports, re-exams and re-reports. You absolutely have to leverage the Hawthorne effect from behavioral economics. This says people love to have feedback, right? So we teach you exactly how to do that feedback properly, which of course leads to greater retention. So grade yourself. How are you doing with your regular progress exams and re-exams, progress reports and re-reports with your patients? And then Dr. P, number 14, which I think is my favorite, okay, is the educate and emphasize the importance of compliance to care plans, right? So, you know, at the end of the day, guys, you have to recognize as CEOs, I'm talking to you right now, you are in the compliance business. Underline that. From my note takers, you are in the compliance business, right? So it's everything that we do in the remarkable practices to create greater compliance. Why? Because everything that I want and everything you want lives in compliance. It's the fruit of compliance. Compliance means the patients follow the doctor's recommendations to, for care. If we talk about the three-legged stool, it's follow my adjustment recommendations for care in rhythm. Don't miss or change your appointments. Break your bad habits, the bad habits that are causing your subluxations in the first place, and it'll cause your subluxations to reoccur and you'll be working against me, not with me. And then add your specific exercises to strengthen your spine so that you can hold your adjustments longer. That's a three-legged stool. They follow the doctor's recommendations for care. I don't know about you, but I don't give suggestions. I don't make suggestions. I give recommendations for care, right? I'm a GPS system. You're here. You want to go here. This is what you need to do. We're in the compliance business. And the fruit of compliance is everything that you want in your practice. Number one, the first R, which is results. Okay. It's better results for the patients who you know it as well as I do. The patients who follow your recommendations for care, they get better clinical results. Number two, you get more referrals. Why? Because happy patients refer more patients, right? Number three, you get better retention. People stick around longer when they're happy and they're getting better results. And number four, that's where all the revenue lives, right? So results, referrals, retention, and revenue. I don't know about you, Dr. Pete, but uh, I know I'm in the compliance business. Yeah. I mean, it's a mic drop moment. We could just end this 
this right here, right now, because that's it right there. I mean, just that's a big takeaway. Just you're in the compliance business. Just go ahead and just chew on that for the rest of the year and just think through how do we do a better job with that? Because there's always room for improvement in this area. And I would encourage you as CAs, if you're listening to this in the team to say, hey, we want to help you doc with this. And we want to work together as a team to do this. This is really important. Number 15 is our patients keep their appointments and they follow the doctor's recommendations. Again, continue with the compliance conversation. This is all about compliance, meaning that they keep their appointments and they follow the doctor's recommendations. These aren't suggestions. These are recommendations. Remember, CAs at the front, your job is clinical. It's a clinical job because you're actually holding the patient accountable to and help they hold them accountable to their recommendations for care and their results depend on that. And that's what it's about. Think about the outcomes. Think about the results of that patient whenever you're, again, having these conversations with the patients and you're discussing their the importance of them keeping those appointments and getting back on track if they, for some reason, fall off track of that. Number 16, we set goals with patients. Immediate, short, and long-term. Again, this goes back to the beginning of care when they first start. But again, not only does it start there, but it continues. When, when I have patients that have been with me for a decade or more, one of the things that I always ask what I call their anniversary appointments, what's your goal? What's, what has your, you know, do you have new goals? What are your future goals? You know, what's this year's big goal? What are you going to be focused on this year with your health? And, you know, is there, do you have anything you're working towards that I, that you want me to know about that I can make sure I support you and help you encourage you with? And it's amazing how I would have patients that would come in who, you know, I'm not talking death's doorstep, but you know, they were going down. It was, they were on the, the fast track to, you know, suffering and just not doing well. And all of a sudden they get their life back. And next thing you know, they're setting goals. They weren't setting goals before it was, I just want to live. And I just want to be able to feel good. I want to be around to see my grandkids. Then it's like, I want to get, I want to become a, a black belt in jujitsu. I want to learn how to play piano. I want to go to Europe and hike in, you know, the Alps or something like that. And you're like, wow, like you went from, we were lift, we were like kind of just pulling you through this process, like lifting you up. You were on canes and walkers, so to speak. And now here you are, you know, world traveler. I mean, the people's goals change. Remember, it's not just getting goals at the beginning, but it's continually getting goals from people always see keeping them looking ahead and seeing how are we going to help you on your journey to your destiny and where you want to go. So important guys for the relationship part and accountability. Next one here is number 17 is we align with our recommendations with their goals and their exam findings. And again, this goes back to the day one, it's day two. It starts there and it continues ongoing. Retention is about always are revisiting the value of the adjustment back to the clinical findings of what we originally found and where they're going from here and where they want to go. But we always bring back the connection to the clinical results because we're delivering an actual specific scientific adjustment. We're giving them an actual treatment when they come into our offices. And so it's important that we connect their goals and their exam findings together to create that congruency. So they see the value of getting adjusted, not just living a healthy lifestyle, eating healthy and exercise, doing their exercise, but not including chiropractic. So they have to see the connections where the specific chiropractic adjustment also plays a role in their long-term health. And uh, number 18, our office policies include mapping out entire care plans. So again, none of this, we're going to do a couple days or just a week or two out. No, whatever the recommendations for care, if it's the first four months, if it's the next 12 months, whatever it is, let's get that thing mapped out all the way from the beginning to the end of that moment in of the recommendations so that we have got that completely mapped out. You want to talk about how to create better retention. 
doing that is a massive best practice, Dr. Steven. Yeah. So then we'll go on to having a clear missed visit makeup policy, right? So what you grade yourself zero, if no, you know what people just come and go, they come whenever they, we have like a drop-in center or four. No, we are black belt at this and we know exactly what our policy is. More importantly, our patients know what it is. And most importantly, we follow it, right? So we will freeze pause care and dismiss patients who do not comply. Hey, what's important here, right? You don't get what you want. You get what you tolerate, right? So ultimately who's running the show here in your office, Remember, they hire you for your expertise. They pay you for accountability. Keep them accountable to following the care plan so that they get the results that they want, right? That we want to have integrity around this. And how will we know? We track our metrics, number 21. So 21, when we look at that, tracking our retention metrics specifically, do you know what the retention metrics are? Man, in the remarkable practice, we have 16 retention metrics that we track. If it's all about moving as many families as possible into your wellness club, then you better be tracking the metrics that tell you how you're doing with that because you don't get what you want. You get what you measure, right? So are you measuring these metrics? And then do you have the accountability that comes with the metrics, right? So you have reporting systems and meeting rhythms, right? So number 22 and 23, do you have reporting systems that create visibility for you as the CEO so that you're not micromanaging everything? I know you're a control freak, man. It takes one to know one. We're CEOs, we're hardwired that way. We want the control that comes with doing things ourselves. Well, you're not going to do things yourselves anymore. You're not an owner operator. You're a CEO. So you're going to delegate, but you don't want to give up that visibility, the visibility you'll get from your reporting systems and the accountability that'll come from your meeting rhythms. Yeah. Again, I always am so tempted just to pause and just really dig in deep to all these because each one of these is just so important, just the 16 metrics. And again, I would encourage you to get to the retention immersion that's coming up, whenever the next one is from where you're hearing this podcast episode, please attend that. It's just an amazing journey to just be able to dig deep and deep dive in. And if you're not plugged into the Marco Practice Academy and you want to have understanding of what are the 16 metrics that I should be measuring for retention, then jump in. We have you can get access directly to our digital academy, which you'll get access to our vital signs metric tracking reporting system. That's a great way to do it. So again, there's definitely resources, but if you have any questions about this at all, just shoot us a message. We're happy to discuss that and chat that down and see if we can support you and help you in any way there. The last two here is number 24, our financial plans encourage retention. This is big. You got to begin with the end in mind. You have to be thinking about, is this setting people up for success long-term? Are they, are they buying a car and just trying to pay it off and then they're done? It's like, no, you want to make sure this is a part of your plan for long-term. So building that into the expectations from the, at the beginning, from a communication standpoint, and then clinically, but also financially, making sure that it's set up so that people can have success and they're setting up to win. And they're part of that wellness club, that lifetime wellness care, we call the wellness club. And it's just something that everybody wants to be a part of. And it's it's a badge of honor. They're like, yeah, I'm so pumped. I made it to the wellness club and now we're in it. We're never going to leave. You and, know, and, and remember and the three P's, right? It's purposeful, it's possible, and it's profitable, right? So I want to make sure because chiropractors very often when they hear that, they're like, oh yeah, I have to make it so cheap that it's yeah. a bargain that people are, of course, it's just an afterthought. No way, man. It has to be purposeful. It has to be an expression of that vision. It has to be possible. In other words, families who have the value could afford to pay for that value, right? And it has to be profitable. I love that. It's such a powerful 
way for us to wrap this one is that it's, and that leads us to our number 25 here is that your patients regularly recommit to subsequent recommendations and care plans. Again, Dr. Steve, we could go into specific numbers. What we would recommend would be a good number as far as conversion numbers and reconversion numbers at each, what we call our four, our five, our six, but we're not going to get into that here today. But guys, here's what we want you to do. Take these, download this PDF, print them off, spread it around to your whole team. Everybody on the team, do the exercise, submit it, bring it to a team meeting, get an aggregate score, and then get to work on this. Identify what are the top areas where you guys need to focus for retention for your business for the next you know, 90 days and 12 months and get to work on that. Determine what's important now, what's important next, and get to work. And remember, the grading, it's F through A. You know, Zero to 59 is F. You know, 60 to 69 is D. 70 to 79 is C. 80 to 89 is B. 90 to 100 is A, and then of course, 100 is perfect. Guys, thank you so much for being a part of this journey. We're gonna continue this conversation, pick it up in our next episode next week. So make sure you tune in again next week for our clinicoscopy as we go in and we assess and we really unpack the criteria for a remarkable team. Until then, have a great week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.